Hey there, and welcome to episode 35 of the podcast. I'm Zoe Galitzis, and on this episode, we are going to talk through 10 simple steps to stop people-pleasing. And yes, you can stop people-pleasing. It is not a gene. It's not in your DNA. It's just a bad habit, and you can totally change it if you want to. And I hope you do want to give this a try. On last week's episode, episode 34, we talked about three reasons that you should stop people-pleasing. And not only does people-pleasing waste a whole lot of your time, it's also not honest. When we're people-pleasing, we're usually lying. And finally, it doesn't really work, right? We do it in an attempt to make other people feel good and feel happy But in reality, we don't control other people's emotions. So it's a lot of effort for not a lot of reward. Today, I'm going to get very tactical and talk about easy steps that you can start to take right now to help you kick the people-pleasing habit. So we'll go through all 10 of them. And then at the end, I'll talk a little bit about what you can do if you'd like some extra help with that. So tip number one is to accept that your life is better off without it. And if you haven't listened to episode 34 yet, I would highly recommend that. People-pleasing is something we do out of habit. It's expected, I think, certainly for women in our society, but it doesn't improve our own life. It doesn't improve the lives of those around us. It usually just builds resentment and neediness. So I encourage you to do some thinking about that and start to gain acceptance of the idea that your life would be even better without people-pleasing. Tip number two, consider the possibility for you to change. Again, a lot of us think that just by temperament or by personality, we are people-pleasers. That is not true. People-pleasing comes from thoughts that we have about wanting everyone to be comfortable and wanting to make everyone happy and wanting to feel worthy that are just thoughts. And we can change those thoughts and we can change that habit. So consider the possibility that this is something you can change. You don't always have to be a people-pleaser. Number three, figure out how people-pleasing serves you. Understand why you are doing this habit in the first place. And a lot of times that has to do again with feeling that we aren't as important as others, that we don't have as much worth. And so then we try to get our validation externally to feel good about ourselves. When we could take a much more direct route and just make ourselves feel good and show up at our best for everyone else in doing that. But you want to first figure out why you're doing what you're doing now. I promise you there is a very good reason that you are people-pleasing. Maybe it's for validation. Maybe it's to avoid conflict. Think about what you're getting out of it today. That will be important to identify in order for you to be able to make a change. You have to recognize there is something that you'll be giving up to make this change, but it's so worth it. Number four, notice what thoughts cause you to please. Now, there are some obvious thoughts here as we think about people pleasing, like, I just want everyone to be happy. I just want 
everyone to be comfortable. I want them to be happy with the work that I'm doing. I want approval. So those are one set of thoughts. But there are other little thoughts that come up during our decision-making process, just in the moment. Thoughts like, oh, I'll just do it myself, or it's not a big deal if I just do this, or I just want him to be happy. And so those little thoughts that come up in the moment right before the word yes or sure, no problem comes out of your mouth that you know is going to make you feel resentful later on, notice what those little thoughts are in the moment. They might be about people pleasing and pleasing the other person, or it might just be a little thought like, this isn't a big deal. But those little not big deals add up over time. And that's ultimately what leads us to that resentment and feeling drained and all of the rest of it. So notice the little thoughts in the moment of you're making those decisions to people please. And just building that awareness will help you start to change the habit. Number five, identify your underlying limiting belief. Is this about self-worth for you? Is this about kind of that adrenaline kick or high you get when you get validation from other people? Start to explore that underlying cause of what is making you do this. Now, that's not always the most comfortable thing to do. We have to really take an honest look at what we're thinking and how we feel about ourselves. But I promise you, you can handle this, you can do this, and it will very much help you get closer to making a new habit. Number six, have a compelling reason to stop. Now, again, I talked in the last week's episode about how there are a lot of really good reasons to stop people-pleasing. I'd love for you to think of a reason that's compelling to you and is personal. I know for me, a lot of my compelling reasons revolve around my role as a mom and wanting to show up as the best mom I can be. And so I know that when I take good care of myself, which includes having good boundaries and not doing things just because other people want me to or just because I think that's what will make other people happy, when I put myself first instead of people-pleasing, I know that I take better care of myself, and I show up as a better mom to my kids. And that's a really compelling reason for me to do a lot of things, including stopping people-pleasing. Number seven, create new beliefs that feel good. What else could you think instead of the thoughts that you have now that are causing you to people-please? I love to think about the idea that people don't really need me. (laughs) A lot of times when I get into people-pleasing mode, I feel like other people need me to be happy. Other people need me to do these things so that they can be okay. And I love to think about the idea that everyone else is okay without me, that they have it taken care of, that even if they they don't have a solution right now, that they're totally going to find one and they're 100% okay on their own. And those beliefs feel good to me. They're believable. And 
they help me put my role in perspective. It's interesting that people pleasing feels like a very selfless act, but a lot of times it stems from almost a sense of overimportance of our own roles. I remember the first time that I went on maternity leave after having a kid and I was so worried that everything at work was going to fall apart while I was gone because I played such a key role. And I did play a key role and I did play a very valuable role at work. But you know what? I left. I didn't do anything for three months while I was out on leave and everything was fine. So the next time that you are tempted to people please and jump in and save the day, consider the possibility that you could adopt a new belief that everyone else is just fine without you and they can take care of themselves. Number eight, clean up your thoughts not your actions. I hear all the time people saying that they want to get better at saying no. They want to get better at setting boundaries. They want to get better at standing up for themselves. Those are all examples of actions or things that we would say to other people. And they think that by starting with that action, they will be able to make lasting change. But what drives our actions is how we feel and what creates our feelings is what we're thinking about. So unless you get to the underlying cause of your people pleasing, which is the way you are thinking, not the way you are acting, you won't truly be able to create a new long lasting habit. That's why it's so important. And in these tips leading up to this, we've been talking a lot about what we're thinking. You have to clean up your thoughts first. The actions will follow on their own. Number nine, Allow yourself to want things just for you. A lot of times people pleasing revolves around us trying to give other people what they want. What do you want? What do you want just for yourself? Not because you think you should want it, not because you think other people think you should want it, not because you think it's the right thing to want, but you just genuinely want it. Start to identify that. And then you can redirect your focus from giving other people what they want to giving yourself what you want. And that's such a simpler way to do it because, again, ultimately, only ourselves can give us what we want. We can't give other people happiness. They can't give us happiness. We have to do that for ourselves. And when you can do that for yourself, you're in a much better position to show up and contribute in the rest of your relationships. So allow yourself to want things just for you. And finally, number 10, keep at it. You can do this. This is not an overnight quick fix. I do hope that these tips have been helpful and are things that you can start applying right away to your own life. But this is just like with any habit that we're changing, something that takes time. And so I want you to know that you're going to hear this and get excited about changing this habit, then you're going to see yourself continue to people please. And when you see that, nothing has gone wrong. It just means that you are becoming more aware of what you have already been doing, and that awareness is the first step and a huge step towards changing the habit. So keep at it. Don't look at failures as failures, but as opportunities to learn and evidence that you are learning and growing. And this is something that you can completely change in your life in not too long a period of time, just not 
overnight. All right. I hope that's been helpful. If you lost track somewhere on the list and you're thinking, what was number four? That was good. I want to remember that. I'm going to post this list on my podcast site, on my website. And so that link will be lifesimplybetter.com forward slash episode 3535. I'll put the whole listing up. I have a PDF even that I can put on there. So if you want a printable, you can have that too. A nice list to look at as a reminder. And I hope this has been helpful. If this is something that you want help with, that you want a little extra support with and coaching, which can go a long ways and really magnify the results that you're getting and accelerate them, go to lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach, C-O-A-C-H, and you can learn more about how to work with me. All right, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you focus on pleasing yourself and showing up as a result of that, as a great person and a great woman for everyone else in your life. And I will talk to you soon.